Shabalai. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Come on, lift up your hands with me. Say, Holy Spirit, have your way in my life and in the lives of those who are here. Come on, build up your faith as you pray in the spirit right now. We love you, God Almighty. We welcome you in this place. We welcome you in our hearts and our lives. Have your way tonight, dear God. Listen to our cries. Listen to our prayers as we lift up those who don't know you. As we lift up the nations to you. As we lift up those who have lost loved ones tonight, dear God. I pray that you would hear our cry tonight in Jesus' name. I pray that you would be glorified, my King. We love you and we praise you. Accept our worship, Lord, as an offering unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship.
Jesus, I will follow you. Come on, get to that place today. Jesus, we will follow after you, God. If our family leaves us, if everything goes wrong in our life, God, if we lose everything, we will still follow. person would feel your spirit God we need you father we can't do anything without you God we proclaim God today that we will follow Lord but that means that you have to lead us God we can't do it without you Lord father we need your spirit we need you God to rain down in this place even now God Lord, you are welcome in this place, Holy Spirit. You are welcome to rain down on your people. You are welcome, God, to let your fire fall, God, on your people tonight. You are welcome, Jesus, to move however you you feel like you need to move, God. You are welcome, God. Father, I pray as you search the earth, you would find us, God, faithful. You would find us here worshiping you, God, wanting you. As you search the earth, oh God, do not forget about us, God. Do not forget about your people, God, that love you. Oh, 
some people in this place that need to feel the fire of God. There's some people in this place that are so far from God that have allowed sin in their life to to keep them separated. And today is the day to get right with God. Today is the day to feel his consuming fire burn everything away from your life. Today is the day that you don't have to deal with those same sins anymore. Once you have just one touch from God, everything has changed. Everything is different. Come on, believe that today, that everything changes when he comes. Everything changes when you feel his fire, when you feel his presence. Just one touch, Jesus. That's all we need is one touch, God. Just one touch from a holy God. And you will never, you will never be the same again. Just one touch from a holy God. And you will be made whole. You will be made holy in this Father's sight. Just one touch from you. I just want one touch. Just one. 
for one touch from you tonight. God, one touch to heal. One touch to set free. One touch to save, dear God, the lost. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, we ask that you do a mighty work in this room tonight, in our hearts that you would stir something up inside of us that nothing in this world would be able to replace, Lord God. We ask to encounter you tonight, dear God, to approach your throne, to feel your presence, dear God, so strong and so thick tonight in this room. Be glorified, my King. Be exalted. Be, let your name be lifted high tonight, dear God. We come to meet with you, to be with you, to spend this Wednesday evening with you. To hear your word being preached, my God. Have your way tonight, my God, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Give him some praise. God, you are good. Come on, tell him, you are good, God. Amen. Why don't you guys greet your neighbor right now? Get to know somebody. Welcome them to Encounter. We have some first-time visitors, so make sure you get their name.
Amen. I want you guys to find a seat. We're going to get started. Welcome to Metro Praise, where we're loving God and we're loving people. This is our prayer service called Encounter Night. Our main service is every Sunday at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. We also have our youth services every Friday at 7.30 p.m. And we just want to thank you for coming here and joining us. You guys can move to the next slide. We thank you so much here at Metro Praise. We have a vision of loving God and loving people with the strategy to connect you to Jesus Christ, to mentor you about the Lord Jesus Christ, and to send you out into this world. Everybody say send. We go out and we tell the communities about Jesus Christ. We tell our neighbors. We go out into different communities. We do outreaches, and this is what our life is. We know Jesus, and we let the world know about Jesus. We have a goal of 100,000 disciples here in the city of Chicago. Come on. With 50 churches here and 500 all around the world. We are excited about this vision, and we want you to be a part of that. So if you're not connected yet, we want you to talk to one of our leaders tonight, myself or my husband in the back, and we want you guys to get connected because Jesus has great plans for your life. Let's go to the next slide. Here at Metro Praise, we believe in 10% of your total income belongs to God. Everything and anything you give after that is called an offering. Everybody say offering. This year, I want you guys just to challenge yourself to give God the best gift ever. Before putting yourself first or anybody else, put the kingdom of God first. The Bible says that you can test him in this. You can actually test God in your finances, and he will pour out the floodgates of heaven upon you. If you want to be blessed, ask God, bless me to be a blessing. So if you want to give, we have our drop boxes in the back, and you can also give online. Amen? I want to pray for those who are giving today. If you have a heart of giving, so why don't we just close our eyes and bow our heads. Hallelujah. God Almighty, we just thank you, dear God, for the giver tonight. We pray, dear God, that each and every person today here would always put your kingdom first, Lord. We pray that you bless them in their jobs. Bless them in their finances, dear God, to make wise choices, my King, and to be a blessing unto others. In Jesus' name, we pray that you would be glorified and that your children around the world, dear God, would be able to use these resources, dear God, to receive the word, that they would be saved, dear God, that unreached nations, unreached tribes, dear God, would be able to hear the gospel because someone in this church gave. In Jesus' name, we pray. And everybody said... Amen. Let's get to the message today before we get back into prayer. Today's message is called The Narrow Door. Everybody say, The Narrow Door. Why don't you guys turn with me to Luke 13, verses 22 through 30. Luke chapter 13, verses 22 through 30. Tonight's message is very important. It's very near and dear to my heart because as of late, this week, this month, it just seems that every time I go on Facebook or I read a message, someone someone has died. You know, I know that in this church we, we've seen on Facebook some close people have just passed away, believers and unbelievers. And it is so important for us to know what the word says about knowing Jesus because there's a narrow door. 
Many people, when we, we go out and we evangelize, maybe you've experienced this as you've told other people about Jesus, want to make God out to be just this loving God who does not judge, who has no wrath to pour out. But we know the opposite to be true. Although he's a loving God, he's a merciful God, there comes a point where he will judge us for our sin. And if we have not come to Jesus Christ, the Bible does not promise us heaven but hell. Many people say, oh, I like Jesus. He's a great teacher. Without the knowledge that Jesus Christ taught more about hell than he ever did about heaven. Do you guys understand? This great teacher who taught about loving your neighbor as yourself and do unto others as you would like them to do unto you also taught about the flames of hell in description, in detail, so that those who would hear the message would not only would think, would know and understand that it's not about just their good works that would save them, but they needed to repent of their sins. Jesus paid the ultimate price for you and I to be saved. The grace that was displayed on that cross, the love that was displayed on that cross, and for us to want to choose another way to get to the Father is an insult. For us to think that we can go through Muhammad, that we can go through Buddha, or through our own good works is an insult to God Almighty. We need to preach this message to ourselves and also to those around us. Amen? Let's read Luke 13, verses 22 through 30. It says, Then Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? He said, Make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, We ate and drank with you and you taught in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourself thrown out, people will come from the east and the west, north and south, and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. Indeed, there are those who are last who will be first. And first, who will be last. Amen. As this man asked Jesus this question, Jesus doesn't actually answer directly. He said, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? Jesus didn't answer. He said, you, you make every effort to enter through the narrow door. I want to speak to you in this place today. You're here in this place, and God, you might think it's enough that you're around Jesus, you're around Christian people, you come to a Wednesday night every now and then, you come to church every now and then, but Jesus is saying, you better make every effort that you enter. You who want to preach at the dinner table to somebody else and tell them to repent of their sin, you make every effort to enter through that door, amen? 
Many, there's a lie that goes on in the Christian church that says once you're saved, you're always saved. Have you guys heard that one? That's a lie from the pit of hell. You understand? Want to make you comfortable in your sin. We preach the gospel on the streets and people say, yeah, I said that prayer many times. We go to Mardi Gras and we stand on the Bourbon Street and talk to people about Jesus Christ and his holiness and his righteousness. And they say, I was Christian. I went to Sunday school. I was baptized, but yet they're on their way to hell because they've gotten away from the narrow door. We need to preach this message and we need to live it out. Amen. In Hebrews 2, if we can all turn there, the book of Hebrews is filled with many warnings. People think that it's for unbelievers. But as we study the book of Hebrews, we understand that the writer here, let me turn there, Hebrews 2, is referring to himself as he speaks this. And he is saved himself. He knows the word of God. And as he preached, he uses the word we five times and the word us one time in this passage that we're going to read. It says, we must pay more careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. For if the message spoken by angels was binding, and every violation and disobedience received its just punishment, how shall we escape if we ignore such a great salvation? The salvation which was first announced by the Lord was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also testified to it by signs, wonders and various miracles and gifts of the holy spirit distributed according to his will this message was preached they heard the message and he said we must pay careful attention that we don't drift away these people knew the word they were close to god and here the writer of hebrews is saying make sure you don't drift away make sure you yourself don't run away don't go chasing some other false teaching but you yourself stay close to God. Hebrews 3.12, another warning. See to it, brothers. Does he say sinners? Does he say lost people? No, he says brothers, doesn't he? See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. So is it possible to become an unbeliever after you've once believed? Absolutely. Is it possible to turn away to sin after you have once believed? Absolutely. How do we miss this? How do people teach such a false lie? You yourself make sure that you don't drift away. It's a narrow door. Amen. Let's turn back to the passage in Luke. I, I love how he says it's a narrow door. I've always had this illustration play out in my mind that if it's a narrow door, you can't really take much with you. You understand? I remember when I was pregnant and I had this big belly and I would try to get through little places and my husband would get so mad at me because I didn't fit. <laughs> you can't take much with you. And I'm like, you know, and I had to go around. But if I want to get through that little space, I have to wait until after I have the baby, right? Well, in this narrow door that Jesus describes, you can't take certain things with you. You have to let them go to enter 
You understand? Through this narrow door, you have to let go of your sin. Any excess baggage is not allowed. Your sin needs to go. Your perversion, your immorality needs to go. Your lies, compromise needs to get out because you won't enter. You think you're going to convince God and you're going to have some great arguments when you're right before him and it's not going to work. It's just going to be, I don't know you. Let's turn to Galatians 5. Do we sin when we come to Jesus? Absolutely. We fall into sin every now and then, right? But what do we do? We get up, we repent of our sin, and we keep going. We don't stay there. The person who is risking losing their salvation is the one who continues in sin. Galatians 5.19 says the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. It says they're obvious. We don't have to have an argument about what sin is, do we? Many times when we go on the street, people are like, well, why don't you define sin for me? What's, what's sin to you? You know what sin is. It's obvious, all right? It says sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Listen here. I warn you. He warns us. I warn you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. I want you to check your heart right now. As you read this, just scan this little list right here. Sexual immorality, witchcraft is in the same category as hatred. It's in the same category as jealousy. Do you understand that your sin that you're justifying, well, it's not as bad as my neighbor's. It's not as bad as my friend. You won't have that argument before God because you lived like this. You chose this life, and you will not inherit the kingdom of God. You're going to knock. He's going to say, I don't know you, but I ate with you. You preached around me, Jesus. I felt your presence in church, and you're going to say, let me in. And Jesus says, I don't know you. See, right now you might be in a place where Jesus is the one. Let me in. Let me in. There's a calling on your life. Let me in. I want to use you. Let me in. I love you. Let me in. I paid the ultimate price for you. Let me in. And it's going to switch around one day where you're the one knocking at the door. Let me in. Today is the day of salvation because tomorrow is not promised. If you have lost family members in your life, today is the day to preach to them because their life is not promised tomorrow. You think this is just religion and you come here to feel good. This is life. This is the life that God has chosen for you. He's given you. He's given you opportunities every time you step in this building. It's time to stop playing games. And we must make sure we ourselves enter through that narrow door. Amen? When I first gave my life to the Lord, I was working at this bar. And I was so close to this couple. We were friends. I would babysit for their child. When I gave my life to Jesus, I gave my life to Jesus. And although I was working in this place, I started preaching to everyone. Clients, customers, my boss. He would get so angry at me. There was one time, I even journaled about it. He made me cry right there behind the bar. And uh, I would tell him, about sin and repenting and about hell. He said, you don't talk about religion and politics in a bar. That's just a rule. You just don't do that. 
and I would talk to him over and over again about hell. And he was all about, you know, it's your way, it's your choice, it's good for you, I have my own way. Four months later, you know, I quit. About two months later, about four months later, this man around the age of 30 years old gets diagnosed with a rare form of cancer. Within weeks, months, he goes through therapy. He is skinny. You can't recognize him. His hair has fallen out. It was on my birthday, July 27th. He calls. His wife calls. Rod wants you to come pray for him. And I go pray for him, and I'm there. This man is still continuing in his sin, in adultery, cheating on his wife. Right before my eyes, I see what he's doing, and yet this man doesn't want to repent. His aunt from the Dominican Republic comes in, and she's Christian, and we're praying up a storm, and we're speaking in tongues, believing God to heal him, but yet this man does not get it. He's not right with God. He's believing God to heal him, but he's not believing God to save him from his sin. A few months later, this man dies, hearing the gospel, and just to know that if he did not repent of his sin right now, he is in hell, burning up, weeping and gnashing of the teeth. Just yesterday, my sister's husband gets a, a text, a phone call. One of the young men that used to come to our youth group was murdered. He had a call of God in his life, as we all do. Heard the gospel be preached. Felt the presence of God as you and I do. Chose the wrong path. Killed. See, we don't all have to, we're all going to die one day. Are we going to enter through that narrow door? Preach to myself just like I'm preaching to you. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus. We need to walk it out from a day-to-day basis. And we need to preach like nobody's business. I heard it once before. We need to be so on fire for God that the world will come out to watch us burn. You have the word of God inside of you. You have the truth. Don't let any teacher, any professor, any coworker ever shut you up. You preach. If you are shy, then ask God for boldness. You need to ask God to reveal to you, to give you words of wisdom and knowledge for people in your life because you want to be clean, your hands clean of the blood of the people in your life. Today we're going to pray and we're going to intercede because there are so many people that have asked for prayer and we need to pray for it. But first I want to just ask you to stand and invite you up to this altar And I want you, number one, to search your heart. If there's hidden, continuous sin in your life, I want you to leave it up here at this altar. You talk to God and you repent of your sin. Talk to God. He hears you. Take the sin, every hindrance in your life. Get rid of it. God is worth every bit of your heart. He's worth every bit of the holiness. Every bit of righteousness, he's worth it all. If you're shy and you're saying, I want to, I want to preach. I just don't know how. The words don't come. I want to preach to my mother. I want to preach to my co-worker. I want you to pray and ask God for boldness tonight. You might say, I'm too shy. Well, God calls you being shy. He's going to give you the fire of God inside of you. 
you're saying, I'm just ready. I want to be sent out and start praying for souls. Start praying for that person who's lost right now. Right now, this is about you. After this, we're going to start praying and interceding for others. But right now, I want you to really press in. Spirit, just do a work in us. Do a work inside your children here tonight. Come on, take this thing away, God. Burn it away, dear God. Sing it out. Burn away, dear God, the desire to fall to into repetitive sin, dear God. You made a way for me. That I pray that we would hate what you hate, to my King. That we would love what you love. That we would not compromise, my King. That we would not play with sin, dear God. Fire. Fire of God, come on, burn, Holy Spirit. Some of you have to stir up the gifts inside of you. Come on. Come on. Some of you are called to be preachers. Some of you are called to lead others to Jesus. Some of you have a call to full-time ministry in this room, and you're running away from it. Come on, I pray for the boldness of God to be inside your soul right now. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, Holy Spirit. For the next 30 minutes of this night, this prayer time, it's in time to encounter the Lord. That's why it's called Encounter Night. This is time right now to just reflect in the Word of God. 
And I know that God spoke to hearts and specifically, come on, the Bible says to take every thought captive and make it obedience to the Lord. The Bible calls you a co-laborer of Christ Jesus. And you can overcome this temptation. You can overcome the, the struggle, the trial that you're going through. Come on. You, some of you got to tap in. Some of you should be up in this altar weeping, just rending your hearts before God. Come on. It's the need. Do you have the need? Come on. Do you have the need? Because God's only going to come to you. God's only come and heal. God's only come and have his mercy on you. God's only going to restore when you show the need. When you just say, Jesus, I need a second touch of you. If you were saved once and backslid, come on, it's time to say, Jesus, I need a second touch. I need a refreshment. Come on, right now is the time. Lord God, we're here before you. And God, we're just hungry and thirsty. We need to get filled. Come on, we need the strength and the power of your spirit, Lord, to walk in a narrow door. The narrow gate that you call us to live. And no matter what happens behind us, or who's to the left, to the right, we keep our heads forward. Come on, I want, I want this place to become a, an atmosphere of prayer. I want you guys to raise your, raise your voices. Come on, if you have to be up in this altar praying, I want to challenge you to come up now. Come on, Jesus. We're here for Jesus tonight. This, this prayer meeting has just started. The Word is there. God brought forth you the Word. He spoke to your heart. He spoke to your heart. His Word is, is sharpening the double-edged sword. It shall penetrate. So humble yourself. And let the Word just come in through. And let God have His way with your heart. Hallelujah, Jesus. That's why the church needs revival. Because there's worshipers up in the front. And in the back, you see the ones with their hands crossed across his chest. That's why we need revival. Because the ones that have seen this many times, saying, oh, I know what's going on. This is for a meantime. But you know what? God wants to see you up in these altars worshiping Him. God wants to see you up in these altars going after Him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter if you've been, you sinned this a hundred times or for the fifth time or for the first time. We are here to encounter the Lord. And I want to challenge you to come on up. God, we're here before you. God, we desire you. God, we want you. God, consume us with the fire. You are the consuming fire. You are the all-consuming fire. I call down your fire, God. Consume us. Come on, some of you got to call out for that fire. God, fill me with your fire. God, burn everything away from me. God, cleanse me. God, forgive me. God, I repent. God, my repentance will be followed with fruit. I will not go back, and I will go forward. I don't care if the devil is hunting me. I will bind him out of my way in the name of Jesus. I don't care if temptation come near me, for I will overcome it and step, start, stand on top of it. Come on, some of you got to push in tonight, because this is the only chance you got. This is all that you have for tonight. This is all that you have for tonight. This, this right here, tonight, is your time to go after Jesus. Come on. I want this place to just be a roar. I want you to scare the devil away.
the floodgates, Lord, we call upon the rivers of life. Renew us, change us, rearrange us, restore us, God. We don't look from the guests to this manner. We want something new tonight, Lord. from going to that white road to that white to the white door is to be with Jesus is to be with him and right now oh he's enjoying you right now he's enjoying you just like Martha was so busy oh he she said I'm I'm too busy oh you get distracted at times but you know she told Jesus Jesus Mary doesn't help me out and Jesus said Mary chose the best for her. Come on. Right now, will you be willing to choose the best for yourself? Jesus wants to be upon his feet. Jesus wants to pour a refreshing spirit upon you. Jesus wants to pour his power in you. Come on, Jesus. Come on, open up your heavens, Lord. God, we call out for you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
You gotta say no more to that sin. You gotta say no more. I'm not going back. You gotta have I'm I can attitude. I can serve Jesus. You gotta say I can live for him. You gotta say I can worship God. You gotta say I can preach. You gotta say I can worship. I can and I will serve you, Jesus. Come on, you gotta let the devil hear you. Come on, I believe every person in this room is called by God. It's called by God to serve Him, to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, cast out demons. I believe every single one of you, God has chosen. God has chosen you to go and prepare His kingdom, to go to the nations. It starts right here. It starts you deciding, deciding, determining, saying, I'm going to commit my heart to you. Even though you did it yesterday, a week ago, months ago, years ago, you got to do it all over again. You got to say, I'm going to commit my heart to you, and I want you. Because Jesus said to his disciples, I want you to be with me for three years. And they learned from him. And Jesus said, go. Go now. And teach them everything I command you. Make disciples. And I'm with you to the end of the ages. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. Will you say yes? Will you say yes? Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Even though the music is lowering, does to me you gotta stop tapping in. Even though the music is down, does to me you gotta stop shouting and praying in tongues. Even though the music is down, does to me you gotta stop crying to God. Come on, it's you and Jesus. When you encounter Jesus Christ, you don't you don't know what's going on around you. When you encounter Jesus Christ, you don't care how loud you are. Right now, I want all of us to get, I want holy huddle time right now. Get in a group of three and four. And we're going to, y'all, as warriors, y'all. Our prayer intercessors, I want us to make time to intercede and pray. Right now, groups of four and four, three of three, girls with girls, boy with gr- boys. I want this group right here, listen up real quick. I want you guys to pray and ask for God's presence. We need God's presence all over the world, His glory to consume the earth. I want you guys to pray right here. Bobby, lead them over. Every person should be praying in this circle. Take turns praying. Groups in three and four. Come on. Guys, look. And Jesus said, and my church, my house will be a house of prayer right now. we obeying and committing ourselves to the teachings of Jesus Christ. Jesus wept over Jerusalem down, at, down that scripture on Luke 13. I want you, group right here, I want you to ask God for the souls, for the harvest. The labors are few, but the harvest is plentiful. I want every one of you to, to, to pray and take turns, encourage one another in your prayers. I want you to get together and pray and ask God 
for the nations, that every nation will know the name of Jesus Christ. And just begin to ask God that leaders in the nations all over the world, pastors and leaders, would just be poor with his fires. And begin to ask God. Come on, this next few minutes, this is, this should be a war in this this should be a war in this room. There has to be a weeping in this room. There has to be a, a something shifted into your heart, something shifted in your spirit. There has to be right now in this room a change in the atmosphere. We refuse to let go one night just like this. No, we're going to give God its best. You're going to give God your best prayer. You're going to give your God your best intercession. You're going to give God your best cry. I want you circle right here. I want you guys to begin to ask God for the retreat. That God will move mildly. That lives will be changed. And God will bring people, the right people that God's calling to bring to that retreat. Begin to, every person will pray for that. And after you pr stop praying for what, you, what you're praying for, begin to pray for whatever comes into your heart. Come on. Jesus taught his disciples how to be persistent prayer warriors. He taught them how to pray. He said, you'd be like that persistent widow. She begged and pleaded the adversary because of she wore him down so much. What did, she, what did the adversary do? He gave her what she granted him. He gave her what she's been asking. And she, her wish was granted. Come on, you got to be persistent in your prayer. I want you right here, this team, I want you guys to pray. For families, families to be saved. I want you guys to ask the Lord for salvation in the family. You guys are saved. The Bible says that when you're saved, your whole household shall be saved. I want you guys to begin to ask God for salvation. Even though you've been praying, asking God for families, and you're not seeing it happen, you know what? 2012 is the year. 2012 is the year your family is going to come. You got to claim it. You got to believe it. You got to know that you know that you know that you know that God's doing the work in your family's life. Begin to lift up every family. Grisella's group, Grisella's team, I want you guys to ask God for labors. I want you guys to pray and ask God to see that God will just raise up leaders that will go out unashamed, bold, and courageous preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that the words of Jesus shall be known to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Come on. 
Come on, keep pressing in, keep praying. Come on, how persistent will you be? God is listening. God is in this room tonight. Oh, there's a miracle happening now as you pray. There's a miracle happening now as you pray. Without your prayers, God can't do nothing. He said, ask and it shall be given to you. I will grant to you whatever you ask for according to his will. Come on, like John the Baptist, Jesus said, I haven't seen anyone greater than see. He took God's kingdom by force. God's raising up John the Baptist that will take God's kingdom by force, that will pray without ceasing, that will intercede with tears in your eyes, that will get his heart broken and her heart broken for the loss. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. watching a movie you can pray for three hours as well you can spend one hour on Facebook you can spend one hour interceding asking God to change your heart asking God for souls to be saved asking God to raise up leaders God we ask for your, we ask for the baptism of your Holy Spirit Lord God to come upon this room to come upon the believers that keep asking their Lord, God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. If anybody needs prayer for healing, just lay your hands on whoever needs it and ask God to heal them. Come on, we believe God heals. By his stripes and his wounds, you are healed. He took all affirming and sorrow upon the cross. He was afflicted and crushed for iniquity. And by his wounds, you are healed now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I declare healing upon your body. Any part that you might be needing healing for, it might be emotional healing, a heart healing. Come on, right now. Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, we ask that you heal. Jesus, kingdom of God, come. Hallelujah. Come on. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the healing. Thank you, Jesus, for the healing. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, right now. If you've been afflicted, if you've been afflicted in this room, come on, I want you to lay hands on that person. Whoever's next to him, lay hands. Any affliction, any bad dreams, any torments, any nightmares, the devil attacking you at night, overwhelmness in the mind with fear, confusion, perversion. Come on, right now. We bind that right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lay your hands on that person. I declare complete restoration. I speak forward right now. Healing. I speak forward right now. Recovery. And I, I bind every every single infirmity, every single affliction of the devil, any lies. I bind them now to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. And I speak forth the blood of Jesus over you. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, God is in this room. God, we thank you. We believe. We believe. We believe. And now we shall receive. Come on, if any sin in your life that you have not confessed or repented over, the Bible says if you receive a prayer from a righteous man or woman, you shall receive healing. Come on, right now. Any any sin you need to repent of, come on. Tap your neighbor, tell him, please, confess it. Confess it. Confess it. Open up. Nobody's here to ridicule you. Nobody's here to look down at you. Nobody's here to... Say your last no, no. We're here to encourage. We're here to uplift. We're here to love. We're here to pray for you. So please tap on your neighbor, and that person will pray for you right now. Come on, God's mercy and grace is new every morning. Come on. This message was for you. He was knocking at your door. Come on. Just let him in. Let him in. Come on. You got to let him in. Come on. Just let go of that sin. Receive your healing. Let go of that sin. Give it to Jesus on the cross. Exchange it with joy and laugh. Exchange it with righteousness and holiness. Come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Oh, come on. God, I pray for strength. I pray for courage upon that person that has repented tonight. Strengthen them. God, strengthen them with your mighty hand, Lord. 
You are this strong tower. Can nothing get close to them, God? I pray the strength and courage to live holy and righteous from now on forward. And we'll walk in a call that you call them this person to, to, to live for. I pray for obedience. I pray for submission. A life of surrender. A life of prayer and time with you, Lord. right now we want to start rapid fire those that have the prayer requests I want you to prepare your heart as you come up we want to we want to pray now for the need please come on up winter retreat to you my king we give you this weekend we set it aside to spend time with you dear God to hear the words that you have to say to us dear God we pray dear God that on this retreat many people would come to salvation that our lost family members who are coming dear God would encounter you we pray dear God that you Holy Spirit would just touch us refresh us dear God in Jesus' name, we just declare that words of wisdom and knowledge would just be poured out, dear God. We declare that, Lord, healings would just be happening all over. In Jesus' name, dear God, we will receive another touch from you. In the name of Jesus, be glorified and exalted through this winter retreat. We give it to you, dear God, and we ask you to have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I want us all to listen to the prayers and on agreement to say amen. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, God, for your presence, Lord. We thank you for allowing us the privilege of feeling your presence, my God. Lord, I lift up Alyssa Malicio to you, my God. Jesus, a five-year-old little girl that is diagnosed with leukemia, Lord Father God. Jesus, I ask that right now in the name of Jesus Christ, you heal this young lady, Lord Father God. You heal her and give her the testimony that she needs, Lord Father God. That you open the eyes of her parents, Lord Father God, and allow them to see that life and death is real, my God. That the reality of her disease is, is unreal in your eyes, God. You don't want any of us to be sick or ill, my God. I just lift her up, Lord, and ask that you heal her by the stripes of Jesus Christ, as your word says, my God, we are healed, Lord. I ask that all of them will come and to you, Lord Father God, and, and come to pray to you, God, in her name, Lord, in, in for Alyssa to be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to pray for Sabrina's mom, Lord, for Sabrina's son, Lord, that he has had behavioral issues, Lord, but... I just want to pray that, that you heal in Jesus' name, Lord. All the behavioral issues, Lord. And your name, Jesus, was a Spanish, Lord. Was a Spanish, Lord. Like that, Lord. Just like that, your name, Lord. The demon that is inside of him, Lord. The demon that, the demon that has the devil that keeps lying to him, Lord. That he pleads your name, Jesus. He pleads your name. He has no power over him, Lord. He has no power over him, Lord. Lord, I pray for peace in, 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 in that house, Lord. I pray for peace, Lord. For another love fighting, Lord. But it said we'll be loving and rich in that name, in that house, Lord. In your name, Jesus. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we pray for peace in our house. We pray for peace in our house. We pray for peace in our house. All the religion and faith of the disciples, Lord God. I pray for them, Lord God, that they be strengthened, Lord God, that they feel your presence, Lord God, that you be with them, Lord God, and that you encourage them and bless them, Lord God, and assure them that you are with them, Lord, that you just fill them with fire and inferno within their hearts, Lord God, where just one step in the streets, Lord God, ten men fall, next step, thirty men fall, so on and so on. Lord, children of yours, fall to their knees, Lord God, and feel your presence. That they just feel the urge of repentance, Lord God. That they find unrest, Lord God. That the demons out there of drunkenness, of perversion, be cast out very there and then at the name of Jesus, Lord God. But the very, very sound of your name, that they just feel stronger, Lord God. Lord God, I pray for those of us who have certain situations that want to go out there but are being held back. That those situations, that those hindrances be broken now, Lord God. That you make a way, Lord God. That we prepare, Lord God, knowing that you have made a way. That we show up that day with our bags packed, ready in the car, even if we have not known it. If our situations have been lifted, Lord God, we know that you have already made a way, Lord God. Lord God, I pray that you fill us all with fires of tongue, Lord God. For the teens out there in Mardi Gras, Lord God, that they just preach out, Lord God. That they heal the sick, Lord God. Lord God. Just pray for those children out there, Lord God, that, that seek you, that have been broken, Lord God, and have put, have put idols ahead of you, Lord God, just to fill that void, that void in which you are meant to fill, Lord God. They are missing you, Lord God. That they fill you in that hole instead of seeking others for relationship, instead of going to alcohol and to narcotics, Lord God. That they realize all they need is you, Lord God. I pray this all in your son's name, Jesus Christ.
Amen. If we can please get closer to the mic and put that music up a little more. Come on. Let's continue pouring our hearts out to God in prayer. I left up, God. I left up the new SUM students, God. I pray, God, that you, my God, may be with them, God, through all their lives, God, through all their schooling, God. I pray that you will be with them, God. Their calls to so much more, God. I pray, my God, that you let them know their calling, God, to full-time ministry, God. I pray, God, if they have doubts in their hearts, God, may we rebuke that in Jesus' name, God. That's a lie from the devil, God. If they will not go into full-time ministry, God, that, that's not right, God. That's the devil, God, winning the battle, God. I pray, my God, when they pray for you, God, that you will be with them, God, that you will be in your presence, God. May you, my God, convict their hearts, God. My God, when they are living in doubt, living in embarrassment, God, the society, God, may they let them know, God, that you are the only one that's worthy, God, that you are the only one of light and truth, God. I just pray, God, that whatever they're called to, God, may they fulfill it in their lifetime, God. If they're called to the to preach the whole nation, God, if they're called to evangelism, God, if they're called to children's ministry, God, may you help them, God, fulfill those, God, fulfill those callings, God. So that the you, your faith, God, will spread throughout the earth, God. Lord Jesus Christ, God. More than now, more than ever, God. We need more disciples, God. We need more, God. So that you may come down on this earth, God, and judge us all, my God. For the last coming of days, God. We are living in the last days, God. The only reason why you're not here right now, my God, is that we're not living boldly enough, my God. We're not producing enough Christians, my God. We want the whole world, God. To hear your word, God, to be able to spread your word, my God, to be known, my God, your name, God, your faith be let them known, my God, throughout the whole nation, God, the Muslims, God, Jehovah's Witnesses, God, may they know the truth, God, you're the truth in the life, my God, that is you, my God, I pray that they will be in their hearts, God, those will be in their hearts, God, I pray all of this, God, in your holy name, Jesus. Use this, this experience 
for the Christians, Lord, that it will make them realize that we need to rise up, Lord, and preach to every single person, Lord, with no fear of man, God. I thank you, Lord. I pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, we lift up Brandy Dean's mom to you, Father God, who is lying in a hospital bed right now, Father God, not knowing whether she'll live or die, Father God. Lord, Father God, we just pray right now by faith and by your authority, Father God, that she will be healed in Jesus' name, Lord, Father God. We proclaim it right now in Jesus' name for healing in Jesus' name. That she, In Jesus' name, she will get out of that bed and she will dance like David danced and proclaim you as Lord and Savior of how you healed her right now, Father God. And we just pray right now in Jesus' name. May Brandy Dean's mom be healed in Jesus' name. And may her life be transformed if she does not know you, Father God. And may this be a walking testimony of how you healed her, Father God. Of how you took her out, Father God, from near death, Father God. And may she be healed in Jesus' name, Father God. And Lord, Father God, we proclaim it right now in Jesus' name, Father God, that Brandy Dean's mom will be healed and she will never be the same again, Father God. And we will see her here on Sunday service, Father God. She will be discipled, Father God. And Lord, Father God, she will get plugged into life group, Father God. And she will, she may even start her own life group, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray this. In Jesus' name, Lord. Oh, Father God, I pray right now for Angel's mom, Lord, that she will come to know you, God, that she will be healed from the cancer in her body, God, that you will reveal yourself to her, Lord, that you are God and you are real and that you are powerful, Lord, and that nothing is impossible for you, God, and that she can be healed, Lord, through you, God, that it is through your cross, Lord, that she can be saved, that she can find salvation and healing for her cancer, God. I pray that she receives it, Lord, receives the cross, receives the blood and receives the healing over her life god i just i just declare it in jesus name that she be saved lord that her cancer be healed lord that it will be completely gone in jesus name lord i rebuke it out of her right now lord in your name jesus amen oh father god i I just want to pray for the family of Kristen Ringel, a young woman who died of a brain tumor this week. Dear Father God, help that family repeat. Help that family receive your peace and comfort. Give those people your strength. Give them your glory. Assure them that Kristen's in a better place, Father God. Assure them she's walking with Jesus, Father God. Give them your comfort. Give them your joy. Give them your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, right now I lift up souls, Lord, Wicker Park, God. Lord, I pray, Lord, right now, God, that, that holy conviction would come upon them, Lord. God, I pray, God, that your presence, Lord, your presence, Lord, would encounter them, God. Lord, that it wouldn't just be us out there, Lord, proclaiming your gospel, Lord, but it would be your presence, Lord, with us, God, striking fear in the hearts of unbelievers, Lord, Lord, that they would realize that you are a holy God, and we will stand before you one day, God, I call out souls by name, Lord, I call out David, Lord, Lord, I pray, God, that you would reach out to him, Lord, Lord, that he would turn from, from, 
the, the lies of the enemy, God, that those lies will be broken off his life, Lord. Lord, and he would know your truth that sets men free. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray, Lord, Lord, that, that the spirit of perversion that grips that place, God, that spirit of drunkenness, Lord, that spirit of wickedness, God, that spirit that, that would reject you, God, in the name of Jesus, be broken. God, and that your presence, God, your presence, God, would flood that place, God, and many people would come to see you, Lord, many people would come to know you, Lord, many people would be set free, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I... Lord, as, as, as I hear these prayers, God, we, we, I hear the need, Lord God. It breaks my heart, Lord God, to hear all the things that are going on. God, we're nothing without you. We're nothing without you, Jesus. Jesus, we need you. We need you so much, Lord. God, you got mothers dying. You got people dying without you, Jesus. We have all these things going on, souls. Just keep going astray of you, Lord. We need laborers and disciples. We need people to be healed. All these things, Lord God. We commit them to you, Lord. And we know that you're going to answer these prayers. We know, God, that you're looking down at us. And you're doing the work behind the scenes, Lord. God, there's so much need. God, there's so much need. Come on. Let's ask God to come. God, we ask you to come. God, we ask you to come. God, we cry out. We ask you, Lord, come. Jesus, we need you so much. Oh, Lord. God, we need you, we need you, we need you, Lord. God, without you, Lord, God, we can't do nothing, Lord God. It is by the name of Jesus Christ that you hear these prayers. It is the name of Jesus Christ that you do the work, God. God, we wait upon you, Lord. God, we want to see the violence stop. We want to see the homosexuality stop. We want to see the destruction come to an end, Lord God. Oh, God. Those that need to leave, you're dismissed. Lord, I pray you bless those in your name, Jesus. If you want a fellowship, go to a cafe or student center. If you need counsel, meet us outside as well for the next few minutes until 9 o'clock p.m. It's soaking time. Continue to pray, continue to study the word, continue seeking God's face.